You're listening to Rhema for Today. Spiritual death came to the earth first, and then physical death came as a result of spiritual death. And as we said, man is a spirit. He has a soul, and he lives in a physical body. And at physical death, the man and his soul leave the physical body and go to their home. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I can remember in my own experience, just trace it. I know from the time, you know, far back as I can remember, I always knew in my spirit, somewhere or another inside me, that I was called to the ministry. And, and they, I can't remember this, but, but my mother and grandmother would always tell me, would almost say, I used to say, and as a little fellow, couldn't even talk plain, just starting to talk. And I'd tell people, I a preacher. I a preacher. I a preacher. What I was trying to say is, I'm a preacher. I finally turned out to be one. And, and I had that. I knew that. My spirit was, was alive to God up till I was about nine years old. And I can remember exactly when no longer am I alive to God. My spirit then was not alive to God. And, and, and so I went a different direction. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to make a lawyer. I'm going to be a lawyer. But when I got born again, my spirit's alive to God again. The 22nd day of April, 1933, Saturday night at 20 minutes to 8 o'clock in the south bedroom of 405 North College Street in the city of McKenna, Texas, when my spirit was born again, born again, the new birth is a rebirth of the human spirit, then I'm right back where I was back there when I was up till was about nine years, up till nine, long in there. I'm right back to the same place again. I, the first thing I said to the Lord, first thing I said to him, the moment at 20 minutes till 8 o'clock, I became a new creature in Christ Jesus. And it felt like a two-ton weight just rolled off of my chest and my spirit's alive to God. I said, now you get me up from here and I'll go preach. Well, he got me up from there, praise God. Took him a while to do it. He does the best he can with the material he has to work with, you know. That's the reason he's taking us along with some of you. It isn't that it, 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 it takes God such a long time, but it's the material he has to work with. Amen. Amen. So he finally got me up from there about 15, 16 months later, and I left that bed. I mean, I've never looked back. I left that bed. Praise God. Preaching, been preaching ever since then. Never thought about doing anything else. Now, don't misunderstand me. I've tried to get God to let me do something else. I've really tried to talk him in that notion, but I've never succeeded yet. Amen, because he don't change. I said, he doesn't change. If he ever changes his mind, I've, I know he don't. I know, I know, because I've worked on him. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, trying to get him to. You know, I mean, send somebody or don't send me. Don't, don't just, uh, I've even, you, you, you can do, believe what you want to, that's your problem, not mine. I've actually prayed, Lord, just let me go on home. Let's uh, turn this over to somebody else. Just let me come, come on home. Mm. 
Men have a word of it. Just as sincere as I could possibly be. Just, just let somebody else have it. Surely there's somebody else who can do it. Just let me come on home. Call me on home. You, you see, uh, I, I got a little glimpse of heaven. I left my body and went up into the glory world. And I never feel sorry for anybody that dies. And sometimes when you get in a hard place, you'd rather go than to stay. It's easier. It's just easier. Amen. 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 Well, anyway, Paul said, For I was alive without the law once, but when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. Now then, spiritual death came to the earth first, and then physical death came as a result of spiritual death. And as we said, man is a spirit. He has a soul, and he lives in a physical body, and at physical death, the man and his soul leave the physical body and go to their home. Now, you remember Jesus gave us the experience of the rich man and Lazarus in the 16th chapter of Luke's gospel. You can begin to read with the 19th verse, and he said, There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. Now, some religious cults will tell you that that's just a parable. But I consider that they in, insulted my intelligence when they tell me that. For the simple reason that a parable, in a parable, Jesus said, so-and-so is likened unto so-and-so. But here he said there was a certain. See, you can't use the word certain in a parable. Because if you use the word certain in a parable, then you'd be telling a lie. And if Jesus, if this is a parable, then I don't mind telling you at all, the Lord Jesus Christ has become a partner to a lie. Then if he's a liar, he's not the son of God. If he's not the son of God, then the New Testament's a fraud. If the New Testament's a fraud, the Old Testament's a fake, then there is no God. Then what an empty bubble life is. And how dark and hopeless is the grave. But thank God, God is. And the Bible's true. And Jesus is not a liar. He's the divine son of God and he told the truth. And he said there was a certain. Did you ever look the word certain up in the dictionary? The word certain means for sure. The, according to the dictionary, the word certain means that it's this way and no other way. Well, you know that as well as I do. I mean, sometimes you correct your children. Say, now, you, you, you can't go to whatever this is. Well, I'm, you know, they'll keep mouthing about it. And you'll just sort of put your foot down or your hand and say, I'll tell you for sure. I'll tell you for certain that's the way it is. What do you mean for certain? You mean it's that way and no other way. Amen. Well, that's what Jesus said. That, this is exactly the way it is and no other way. And for me to say it some other way is to accuse him of being a liar. There was a certain rich man which is clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores, desiring to be fed from the crumbs which fell from his table. Moreover, the dog came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died. Talking about physical death now. Why? And was, was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Now notice that the angels carried him, not his body. Men, no doubt, carried his body maybe to the pauper's graveyard. But angels 
carried him, that is, his spirit and soul, to Abraham's bosom. Now let's go on read. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I'm tormented in this flame. Notice that after physical death, that both Lazarus and the rich man were still conscious. You see, man is not dead like an animal, dead like a dog, as some false religious cults would try to tell you. And there is no such thing as soul sleep. Now, why are they still conscious? Because they're spirit beings. Spirits never die. Amen? Now, as I said to you before, we need to familiarize ourselves with these different kinds of death. First, spiritual death, physical death, eternal death, or the second death, which is being cast into the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone. Eternal death, or the second death, is the home of the spiritually dead. Now, I'm not concerned about that because, thank God, I'm not spiritually dead. Real death is that which lays hold of our spirits rather than our bodies. Physical death is but a manifestation of its parent, spiritual death. The second death is the ultimate finality of death or the home of the spiritually dead. Now, you remember in the book of Revelation, the great white throne judgment? See, you won't be at the great white throne judgment. I won't be at the great white throne judgment. See, this is when the second resurrection takes place. I'm in on the first resurrection. Glory to God. But notice what it says. Death and hell gave up the dead which were in them. He's not talking about physical death giving up the dead. He said death and hell. Those that are spiritually dead, never been born again, go to hell. So death and hell. Those that were spiritually dead and in hell were delivered up to the white throne judgment and then they were cast into the lake. That's their final abode, which is the second death, as it's called, or eternal death. Death and hell. Well, you see, uh, spiritual death came to the earth first, then manifested itself in the physical by destroying it. Physical death is but a manifestation of the, the law which is at work within, called by Paul in Romans 8 to the law of sin and death. When God said to Adam, in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die, he did not refer to physical death because Adam didn't die physically that day. He referred to spiritual death. If man had never died spiritually, he would never have died physically. Now, what does spiritual death mean? It doesn't mean that his spirit ceases to exist. It means that his spirit is separated from God. Like Paul said, For I was alive without the law once, but when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. 
The moment Adam sinned, he was separated from God. His spirit is no longer alive to God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. I love our offer for this month. You know, uh, Paul told Timothy that in the last days that it would be difficult days. Yes. And I believe that we are living in the last days, yes. in those difficult days. And uh, your dad, there, we have a CD called Victory Over Darkness and all power of the enemy. enemy yes. And I will tell you what, the enemy is just trying to destroy yes. anybody that he can. And then your book, Jesus, Name Above, Above all, all Names. Names. You know, we have given the power, we've been given power in the name of, the Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. That's right. And we need to uh, practice that and we need to call upon that. Right. And for a gift of $27 or more, you can uh, have these products and we want to just put in something free yeah. as a gift from us. And it's three CDs by you, honey. It's called Why God, Why Me, Why Now? Why now? You know, so many times we question, right. you know, why God? Why is this happening to right. me? Or right. uh, why me? Or why are these things happening right now? Yeah. Well, this will give you some answers to that. Right. It sure will. So that's for a gift of $27 or more. Call toll-free. 1-888-FAITH-99 Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G rhema.org Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150 we always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.